Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Ravenslayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school, but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Lady Boy Chi, a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. I am Ladyboy Gigi, and I have Paul with me tonight. Hey guys. <laughs> and you're listening to Adult Bedtime Stories. Before I go into our topic tonight, I wanted to share a little something I'm working on for Valentine's Day. I'm putting together a project that's going to be a free webinar in preparation for Valentine's Day, starting February 1st up all the way through the 14th. And I don't want to reveal too much too quickly, but it's going to be a very special webinar that teaches and takes you to new places in sexuality. <laughs> and tonight's topic, we're going to be talking about playing with sex energy. <laughs> Would you like to talk a little bit about that, Paul? Yeah, definitely. Since I started training with you, I have been getting more in tune to sexual energy and the different things that it can do in my my life. And I and was before you go too far. Why don't you describe what sex energy is? <laughs> to me, sex energy is when you raise sexual energy in your body. 
there's a whole transformation that goes on. Your nerves become more receptive to touch. You get more sensitive to not only touch, but all of your senses. You become a lot more aware of your body. And as you build your sexual energy, uh, your brain chemistry changes. Your body starts producing serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin, which are all neurochemicals that feed into the reward system of your brain. It's what makes you happy. And with the heightened brain chemicals, it really translates into this exquisite transformation that's really hard to put into words. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And one of the things I've discovered is that when we start getting into that, releasing all these chemicals and raising that, erotic energy, it transforms our thought processes, or at least it can. We become more focused in the here and now, or more present with ourself, or, and, or with our partner, if we're with a partner. And raising that sex energy brings us to a different state of consciousness. It brings us to a place where we're more aware, we're more receptive, and we're more giving, I think. It's a, it's a t- state of flow. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. When you have sex with a partner, it's really interesting how you can communicate things non-verbally. And there's a a give and a take, and you both fall into the flow of the sexual energy. And it's not just your energy or their energy, but it's that shared energy that you have together. And it's really incredible. Yeah, it becomes a synthesis or a type of synergy Mm -hmm. where the some is greater than the parts <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's very magical <laughs> oh yeah and i would like to jump in and say that i've been working with sex energy for many years with my own and teaching people these techniques and people have come back and i've even noticed in my own life that i don't get depressed like i once did I stay very energized in my daily life and I'm more present and aware of things when I really raise that sexual energy each day and play with it a bit. (laughs) I know for me, one of the big things that raising sexual energy every day and being very focused on my sexual energy has done for me is I've become a much more productive person. I don't dread doing responsible things that need to be done as much as I did before I started this daily practice. And it's not something I expected when I I started with this 
process. And it really surprised me how big a difference it's made in my life. I know I get very excited when it gets into sexuality. It's like, it's something that's such a big part of my life and always has been to some extent. I mean, I've always been highly sexed, but I also want to kind of stop for a moment and give some credence to people who identify as asexual because some of this applies to asexuals as well. Not so much raising the sex energy. I went through an asexual period in my life where I was going through a lot of problems and I had a lot of turmoil and chaos and I just, sex turned off for me. But the one thing that didn't turn off was my need for intimacy. Mm -hmm. And I had this friend that was a boy we weren't lovers, we had no interest in having sex together, but we'd sleep naked together, we'd cuddle together. Sometimes I'd feel his hard on but it wasn't a hard-on in response to sex, it was a, just part of the body's response to being close and intimate. And even though there were times when we both had erections, we had no desire to act on them. And I wanted to kind of clarify that these things work for people that are asexual, who identify as asexual, and just because you're asexual doesn't mean you don't need touch and intimacy mm -hmm. and that vulnerability of being close and opening up to another human being. And intimacy can be sometimes even scarier than sex <laughs> oh yeah definitely especially if you don't have the sex with it a lot of times we get intimate with sex and it kind of buffers it but when you get intimate without the sex it opens up a whole new set of doors <laughs> mm -hmm. so i just kind of wanted to mention that because oftentimes we do talk a lot about sex on this show but mm -hmm. asexual is also a part of the GLBT umbrella. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I wanted to be a little more inclusive oh, yeah. of our asexual brothers and sisters. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know when we started the show, you were about to say something, and I said, let's stop and define what sex energy is. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that, and I've touched on it a little bit, but one of the things that I find really amazing since starting my training with you is all of the different things that I didn't really associate with sex that I've noticed change in me since uh, starting this daily practice of raising sexual energy and learning about how to move that sex sexual energy around my body and really tap into it. I had mentioned that I feel a lot more productive since starting the, this training, but another thing that I think is really interesting is I've been much more aware of my emotions and how I feel about things, and I've 
feel like I've garnered some greater EQ, emotional quotient. And not only being aware of my feelings, but also being able to work through some of my hard feelings, especially ones that related to sexual trauma and things like that, and identify why I might be feeling unhappy or or why I might be feeling happy in a moment. And that's been really big for me. Uh, another thing that I've gotten since starting a daily practice of raising my sexual energy is I've gotten a lot more confident in my ability to do all manner of things. It's really done a lot to transform my life. Mm. I think one thing you kind of are touching on that I noticed in my life almost right away was that I've always been pretty good at the rational side and pretty good at I am an empath so I've been pretty good on reading emotions and reading my own emotions but I think another area that gets a little bit more mysterious is I became much more intuitive and intuitive knowing is a whole different kind of knowing it's that kind of aha moment or that insight when you're talking with someone and it's not a rational thing. It's just this looking behind the curtain, so to speak. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just having this knowing that's very intuitive. It's We don't have a good language for the intuitive side of the brain. Most of our language is wrapped around logic and mm -hmm. precision and science. Mm -hmm. But yet the intuitive side of the brain is very powerful. Sometimes it can guide us when there are no other guides. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the benefits I've gotten out of uh, playing with erotic energy. Mm -hmm. Definitely, because it really does come out a lot when you get really focused in sex, because there you can read about something and you can be told that something is effective, but you really don't know until you experience it. And it's it's really interesting with some of the things that you've taught me and techniques for, for different forms of sexual play, learning the basics of it, and then almost forgetting about it when I'm having sex and letting my body just do what it wants to and those things come up. And and then once you fall into that energy enough times, then you can switch back and forth between the intuitive and also the the logical side that knows how to do these things and go back and forth. And that's one of the things that I found really interesting is getting more fluid at s switching between the logical and the, and the intuitive 
uh, side of my brain when I'm having sex or when I'm raising my own sexual energy. And I think it's pretty fascinating. Why don't you describe some of these techniques in detail? (laughs) So one of the things that you taught me very early on is the importance of tantric circles. And that's when you, instead of focusing on directly on an erogenous zone and going right for it, you stimulate the area around it in, at first, kind of a wide circle, and then slowly move towards the center until the person is, or until you're completely just needing it, and then stimulating the erogenous zone. And it's it's really incredible, and then a lot of times what I like to do is start off with the tantric circles around the the secondary and tertiary erogenous zones before you ever get to uh, the primary erogenous zones and then play with the secondary and tertiary erogenous zones. And then when either you or your partner is on the edge of an orgasm, is pulling back and doing the tantric circles again. Well, a lot of times, like, first you would want to spread that energy all throughout the body, and you can do that through your will, through focusing on your breath and things like that. Also, you can physically, with your touch, spread the energy from the erogenous zone that's completely turned on and literally move it with your hands and spread it throughout the body. So that's really good. And then learning about the anatomy of, uh, of you know, both male and female bodies and understanding how vaginas function versus penises versus in between and it's it's all really fascinating to me i love it Mm -hmm. and one of the things that kind of came to mind as you you were speaking was this whole concept of circulating the energy through the body and playing with that energy and taking it and sometimes i know i've teased you mercilessly Mm -hmm. (laughs) just going slowly all over your body and coming close to certain areas and then backing off and you just be moaning and mm-hmm. it awakens a hunger mm-hmm. and it awakens that desire so deeply than if you just went in and stimulated it directly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just teasing and playing with the energy and Mm-hmm. Working it to a frenzy and mm-hmm. getting it to the state of like it's it almost hurts mm-hmm. not to be touched, mm-hmm. but it also feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to jump in? <laughs> I just think that it's just incredible how 
there's so many different little techniques and things that you learn and part of what I've learned I've learned through being told and being taught but a lot of what I've learned has just been through trial and error and finding out what works for me and then every time you have a new partner it's a new voyage of discovery because everybody's body responds a little bit differently to different things and people have different styles of sex that they like so each new partner that you have you get to rediscover and re-explore and then something that you learn from a new partner you can put into practice with your other partners and see if they enjoy it and it's I I just kind of like the the voyage of discovery. I mean, we are all neurologically wired a little bit differently. And not only are we neurologically wired differently, we have energy centers in our body, the chakras. And playing with sexual energy through the chakras can be very powerful. Mm -hmm. I know that there's times when I will use reflexology and stimulate certain parts of the the penis or the vulva and work on maybe the third eye chakra mm -hmm. or the throat chakra or the heart chakra and stimulating different areas can awaken whole different experiences on an energetic level it can be very powerful. I know I've worked with you, especially on third eye, mm -hmm. and kind of stimulated that the frenium, mm -hmm. which is, corresponds to the third eye and penis mm -hmm. reflexology, and basically giving that a wide circle at first and then working into it and awakening the, the mm -hmm. energy center of the third eye, mm -hmm. not only in the third eye, but also in the phallus. Mm -hmm. And the phallus is truly a magic wand, mm -hmm. just as the, the vulva is the magic chalice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is what we are, is energy beings. Mm -hmm. And it's reflected throughout our bodies. Mm -hmm. The, the, there's the physical interconnected with the, the energy, mm -hmm. which is interconnected with the emotions. Mm -hmm. And so playing with, and especially with sex energy, mm -hmm. when I raise that sex energy and we get deep into either emotional work or getting deep into reflexology or working with the energy centers and distributing and spreading that energy throughout. It's like so amazing. I know for a long time when I grew up early on, mm -hmm. I was taught that, you know, sex is down there. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I always kept it down there until I learned different. Mm -hmm. And then once I did, a whole new world opened. It was like, wow, mm -hmm. this is incredible. The things we can do with this thing we call sex and sex energy. 
mm-hmm. and having fun with it, playing with it, mm-hmm. taking it on a whole new pathway mm-hmm. through the body and awakening different parts of the body. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think that is interesting in playing with sexual energy is how when you slowly build up sexual energy, like I know one of the things that you've talked with me a lot about is how with with a lot of women, they don't like direct clitoral stimulation at first and you have to get it it ready to for them to be able to experience the pleasure of it otherwise it's going to be way too overstimulating way too fast and there's a lot of things like that with sex uh, when you've done anal training with me it's very very similar you know it, I can't really handle it if uh, there's no build-up and, and foreplay. But after you get me ready for it, then all of a sudden I'm so much more receptive and open to it. And there's a lot of things in sex that are that way. I know that the other day I was having sex with my boyfriend, and we started off, and I... slowly after foreplay and stuff like that after we started having sex we started off in missionary and slowly I got more leverage on his legs and had him first put his feet on my chest and then put his feet over my shoulders and then by the end of, of it I was able to hold his knees to the bed and bent him in half and was really going at it. And it was incredible for both of us. But he thought that that wouldn't have been possible. And if I had gone straight there, it wouldn't have been possible. Mm-hmm. It took building it and slowly getting there to where we could both have that incredible moment. And that's part of the magic of raising and playing with sex energy is that it really transforms our bodies. It transforms our mind. And it it transforms our consciousness into a whole different level. And it's amazing to explore and see where you can go with this stuff. It's it's Mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah. (laughs) And I know one of the things that I think it's very interesting with playing with different sexual energies and what your body can do is you might be having very vigorous sex and all of a sudden your abs are tired or your throat is tired if you're giving head or and you have to do something to change what you're doing to give parts of your body a break but that can be an opportunity to explore new things, to not rely on on kind of your your go-to way to get your partner off and learn different methods and different things. And I, I think that it's really incredible. 
Oh, yeah. And I think one of the things you touched on to me has been, that's been so powerful is really exploring different avenues of pleasure. And too often we're too focused on performance. And if we let go of the performance and really focus in on giving or receiving pleasure, or maybe both simultaneously, it can be a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And it can awaken the body at a much deeper level. If we're too much in our heads, we're too much on that rational side, mm -hmm. uh, that's performance. And we're concerned about, oh, am I doing it right? Or is this, am I hard enough? Or is it good enough? Mm -hmm. Am I pleasing my partner? All that's performance. Mm -hmm. But when you really focus in on not only giving, but receiving pleasure in different mm -hmm. ways. It's like I can give someone a hand job and play with their genitals with my hand and feel the textures of mm -hmm. their genitals and really get into the pleasure of feeling their genitals and feeling and touching the different skin types and the uh, erect tissues versus mm -hmm. the very soft tissues. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, riding along the entire shaft of the penis mm -hmm. and then playing with the testicles. Mm -hmm or riding along the clitoral ridge, and then along between the inner and outer lips of the vulva, mm -hmm. and feeling the different textures, and mm -hmm. feeling the sensations through my fingertips. I'm not only giving pleasure, I'm receiving amazing pleasures through my hands. Mm -hmm. And when I do oral, give oral, the same thing applies. I'm feeling the textures of the body, the whether it's the genitals or the underarms or the neck or the ears or the even playing with all over the body with my tongue and sometimes my lips mm -hmm. and feeling the different pressures and feeling the... Mm -hmm erotic feelings from just giving yeah, can be really hot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I kind of wanted to offer that side that it's not just the receiver that's getting pleasures. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, if Once you really become in tune with your body fully, it's not a service I'm giving. It's a service I'm receiving as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And one of the things that I think is really unique about sex is when your brain's flooded with those happy chemicals, you wind up being a lot less self-conscious about things that you may have been self-conscious about before. A lot of times, especially when something is new, like anal play, it's one thing to kind of discuss it and think about it uh, conceptually and you might be interested in it 
and but like if you start having sex and very early on something new gets introduced it might make you feel self-conscious but if you spend a lot of time doing good foreplay and have sex and have all of those amazing brain chemicals happening it it you'll normally be a lot more receptive to trying new things that are a little outside of your comfort zone and it opens up a whole new door and avenue of pleasure and sensations when we were talking a little earlier about the tantric circles and especially with the clitoris and the anal area Mm -hmm. the clitoris has i forget i think it's like 30 or 50,000 nerve endings, I mm-hmm. forget the exact figure, where the tip of the penis only has about 10,000. Think about the size of the clitoris as compared to the uh, head of the penis, the glands of the mm-hmm. penis. It's spread out more in the penis. Mm-hmm. And so that's a concentrated little button <laughs> for a woman. And the anal area is also deeply rich in nerve endings. So if you go in too quickly, it's like overstimulating. It hadn't woken up. It's not ready yet. But once you wake it up fully, it's like it becomes so much more pleasurable and open to receiving and and open to really experiencing a deeper level of ecstasy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know that since we're talking about exploring new avenues, that one of the things I've experienced with you is that when you first introduced me to something, because I'm not familiar with the way it feels yet, it might feel a little bit like I have to pee or slightly uncomfortable at first. But after getting used to, to that feeling, it becomes really incredible and a really great feeling. So uh, that's one thing to kind of keep in mind as you're exploring, exploring new avenues. If it doesn't feel 100% good, the the at at first, if you keep working with it a little bit, a lot of times it will open up and you'll understand why people find it so pleasurable. Well, we're to our station break time. We'll come back to this in a few moments. But I would like to remind people to visit our website at ravenslayerleather.com. On our website, we have a link to our Patreon page. We have my email address where you can contact me directly. We have a lot of products for sale, training videos and information about BDSM, sex, oral sex, tantric sex, all kinds of sexual expression, many different forms. And some forms may be right for you and others not. 
but keep an open mind. And I want to challenge you to really open your mind and don't just go with the things you've heard about or don't listen to the prejudice if you haven't tried something. Give it a try. See what it does for your body. I once had a friend that he liked to hang out with me and he'd go to the gay bars with me. But he said, oh, I'm not gay. And we went out over the years and one day I confronted him. I said, okay, have you ever tried sucking a guy's cock? Have you ever had sex with a guy? And he said, well, no. And I said, then you don't like the idea of it, but you can't tell me you don't like it or do like it because you've never tried it. Well, we lost touch for a year or so, and I ran into him one day, and he came up to me, and he said, guess what? I tried it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And so oftentimes, because of living in a sex-negative culture, we develop prejudicial thinking. We think, oh, I can't do that. I wouldn't like that. Because we've heard that it's supposed to be bad or wrong or sinful or have all kinds of sex-negative cultural inhibitions around it. And so we kind of form this mental block. So I'd like to challenge you to explore and break some of those taboos. Explore and break and see what does and does not work for you. Now, I've tried some things, and I've tried them several times, and I found, okay, I can take it or leave it. Other things, well, I don't like that. But I tried it to find out what I like and don't like. I don't want to just assume something's bad because I've always been heard that it is. I wanted to find out for myself. Does this work for me or does it not? So we have a lot on our website to explore. (laughs) If you get something out of this show... Feel free to help us out a little bit financially. Provide us with a small donation through Patreon. Support the show if you like it, if you really learned something from us. Anything you want to add? Gigi touched on it a little bit, but on our uh, website we also have tons of training videos uh, that you can use to get yourself a little bit more in-depth sex education and is easy for us to to do on the podcast. And that's another good way to help support the show. Mm-hmm. And along with the videos, each, each of the video training programs includes worksheets and include recordings that you can listen to, erotic meditations, to morning affirmations, to all kinds of things that we've packed on there. So check it all out at ravenslayerleather.com. And so back to our topic. 
And where uh, we left off at reaching that ecstasy through tantric circles and playing with the erotic energy and taking someone to new heights through waking up the clitoris, the anal area, and really stimulating and mm-hmm. awakening the body fully to pleasure. I, I think that one of the things that helps in accessing some of those uh, amazing things through sex is by thinking about sex when you're not having sex. I know that I put a lot of energy into picturing like what it's going to be like the next time I masturbate or I have sex with someone. I I like to when I know that I'm going to have sex with my partner, leave them little messages and things like that about how how hard I'm going to fuck them and how it's going to be so good and what I'm going to do to them and let them tease me and kind of build up the anticipation. Um, I think it can be very, very good. Mm-hmm. And then the... BDSM training, one of the things I get into is working with headspace for a BDSM scene. Well, the same applies for lovemaking. Oftentimes, you want to set the stage ahead of time. Start getting your partner in your own headspace in that right space for sparks to fly (laughs) and to build that energy up ahead of time and build that desire and start building that anticipation and that hunger and that longing. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and another thing that I like to, to play with uh, in sex is, is teasing. Like a lot of times I'll get my partner really worked up and then I'll be like, oh, you're done, right? And uh, and stop and make them beg for it. Make them really want it and really need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I'd like to kind of turn the direction of this a little bit because we have been talking about playing with sex energy. There's another side to playing with it, and that's where the role of ritual and even starting to get into the territory of sex magic and sex energy workings comes in. And working with that energy to towards a specific area, either in our lives or mm-hmm. to help change the world or to create a whole new energy flow out to the universe. And one of the things that, one of the techniques I've learned through working with sex magic is to, before you get into the rituals and into the workings, create a symbol Mm -hmm. of your intention, what you want to accomplish from your workings. 
created into either a mandala or some drawing or representation. It can even be a statue or a picture. Mm -hmm. As you meditate before you start playing, feed that intention into that object. Mm -hmm. Give that object that sense of this is what I want to accomplish. And you can even talk to the object and say, I want to create a more sex-positive world out there. I want to bring good energy to Aphrodite's temple this weekend. I want to really create a sacred space and become a a vessel mm -hmm. to contain that space and to create a safe space for people to play. And then I bring in that object. And right when I reach that point of orgasm, I look longingly into the object. Because during the throes of orgasm, it's hard to think about intense and, mm -hmm. and where you, what you want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so I just gaze into the object as I reach orgasm. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the, the play of sex magic is to let that sexual energy flow into your intention. And so by gazing into the object, I'm letting all that energy I've built up release into the object, into the intention. Mm -hmm. And they say the eyes are the windows of the soul. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm. Is there anything you'd like to talk about on either ritual or sex magic? Well, I know um, in our training that my, my sigil is a picture of your cock. And mm -hmm. when I'm doing my meditations at night, I look at the picture before and during raising my sexual energy, and I pour a lot of my energy into it. And because, like, your cock is a, a symbol of our training and of uh, just a thing that I've poured a lot of sexual energy into. I don't necessarily need the picture. I can just bring it to mind. And I know even when I'm having sex with my boyfriend, a lot of times, like, I will spend some time while I'm having sex, like, pouring that energy back into that sigil. And then I also, um, when... I need strength for something in my life or I have set an, an intention through sexuality that I'm trying to bring about into the world. Like when I need that energy, I can go just mentally retrieve some of the energy I've stored up into it. And it's um, a really great tool for me. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different ways you can play with this energy. It's I've created an environment with my altar and 
set up a erotic altar for yourself if you haven't already done so. Create some icons that represent full sexuality. Mm -hmm. Our sex is our power base. Mm -hmm. Our sex is our energy. Mm -hmm. It's what feeds us and makes us thrive at a higher level. Mm -hmm. And so create an altar or shrine for your sex energy. That's one of the things I've done in my life is to really make my sexuality a sacred act. Mm -hmm. Bring that sacredness back to sexuality. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking in a religious sense. I'm talking more in a spiritual sense. Mm -hmm. We are energy beings. We are mm -hmm. spiritual beings within a physical form. And yet the two are tied together. And mm -hmm. I think it's one of the things that really ties it all together is our sexuality. Mm -hmm. It flows from our bodies into our heart, into our spirit. And then and it ignites the energy <coughs> being within us. Mm -hmm. And I, I think one of the things that is important when you're incorporating... Uh, spirituality into your sex is to remember there are no hard, fast rules. There are different practices that different peoples have done for millennia. Uh, and you can look at some of the things other people have done, or you can make it up as you go. Like one of the important parts of ritual is that as long as it means something to you, then it is a successful ritual. There, It's almost less important what is actually involved in the ritual and just the fact that you have spent some time making a ritual uh, that is personal to you, uh, that where a lot of the important work is done. I was looking at some artwork on a show, ancient artwork, and this comes from, I forget if it was Greek or Roman, they had this all-male gathering, and it was very whimsical in a way, and depicted on this Vaz was a group of men and one of the men had a erect phallus and on top of his phallus was a goblet and another man was pouring wine into the goblet and it was balanced precipitously and you could almost see the outcome. It was going to spill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but it was that playfulness and that whimsical mm -hmm. that kind of brought about another form of energy mm -hmm. within sexual energy. Oftentimes we get way too serious about sex. Mm -hmm. And that image just popped in my mind all of a sudden and it reminded me that sometimes we have to play when we get into sex mm -hmm. and put some of the serious aside. It can be serious, too. That can be awesome. Mm -hmm. 
But there are moments when you can get a little whimsical and playful with it and let it go in a whole other direction. Mm-hmm. And playful sexual energy can be so delightful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having, I remember a girlfriend when we'd swing on a swing set with me penetrating her in. And it was just such a playful, exhilarating experience in mm-hmm. so many different levels. Mm-hmm. But any thoughts about play? And um, so it's it's one of my, my favorite things in sex is to be playful and joking and laughing and having a good time. I I think that some of the best sex I've ever had has been sex where we'll have sex for a long while and we'll take breaks and we'll laugh and joke and drink water and then have more sex and then be silly. And sometimes when you're like in the the brain fog of sex, I, I call it being cum drunk a lot of the time. You <laughs> just get kind of loopy and real silly. And that's a real great opportunity to build some whimsical bonds with your partner that I think really enhance sex a lot. Mm-hmm. I know that for me, playing with sexual energy is such an amazing experience. It's I've learned so much about my own body, parts of my body that I never knew existed mm-hmm. or could feel the way that I can bring them to feel through play and through playing with that sexual energy. I know I've done some amazing rituals, just raising my sexual energy to greater and greater heights and edging an orgasm for hours and hours and and being right on that tipping point. Mm-hmm. And staying there and having these little mini or sometimes full-blown non-ejaculatory mm-hmm. orgasms and and building it and building it until every fiber in my being mm-hmm. is screaming for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then saying, well, let's wait a little bit longer, take mm-hmm. it a little deeper, take it a little further, see how mm-hmm. far we can go with this. Mm-hmm. And playing with that energy and seeing what are, are there really any limits? Mm-hmm. Or or the limits that are there are the ones I put on there. Mm-hmm. And I've discovered that I can, just through practice and play, I've broken down so many of my own limitations and flown to states of ecstasy where I've mm-hmm. experienced out-of-body orgasms. and I, I mean, these are just such empty words as compared to the experience. I oh, mean, I know. It, there are no words to describe mm-hmm. when you get to these really amazing states. And it's like all of a sudden I have this clarity and this oneness with all that is with Mm -hmm. the universe and 
there's this connection and and I think that's part about what life's all about is being becoming more connected mm-hmm. with the life energy forces of the universe mm-hmm. and being in tune and and touching and mm-hmm. being touched by this the for lack of better words, the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But any thoughts? Uh, so, yeah, like, you know, what you were saying about how language kind of breaks down when you start talking about this kind of stuff. Uh, it's really true. It's It's very difficult to really describe what it's like when you're really fully energized and charged and uh, just in that state of ecstasy. It's absolutely incredible. And the more that you work with these energies, like through working with the energy, like you will get more and more out of your sex as as time goes by but it does make it difficult to communicate it with other people Mm -hmm. but it can be such an amazing experience (laughs) oh yes (laughs) well on that note i think we've reached the top of the hour it's been an amazing journey this show we've talked a little bit about working and playing with sex energy and taking it to new heights and reaching new levels of consciousness through sexuality and through different forms of sexual expression. And on that note, do you have anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. On that note, have those amazing experiences. Have some wonderful knock eternal emissions enjoy your body enjoy the pleasures and where pleasure can take you open your mind and your heart form that genital heart connection through play through sex energy through enjoying the gift that the universe has given us in our bodies in our minds that note, have a good night. Good night. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. 
be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.